causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. 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 Measure 109. Measure 109. What do you know about Measure 109? Magic mushrooms are now legal in the state of Oregon. <laughs> silly, silly Simon can be in your possession without getting arrested. And guys, that is our topic for today. Welcome to the I Don't Know Dude podcast. It is absolutely unbelievable that this is finally happening, that a plant that grows all over the place in the ground, you're unable to fucking have until now. You're unable to keep it in your hand or consume it until today. But uh, from personal Or is it today? It might not be into effect for like a few months, maybe beginning of the year. How does this shit work? I think it starts at the beginning of the year. So January 1st, then you can do it? So wait, it's not worth it. Don't. Yeah, so... I wonder what would happen if you got busted with mushrooms tomorrow and it just became legal. Like, is there a dude who's going to be that big of a fucking dick that he'll like write you a ticket even though... In California, no, but in Oregon... Right, people, that's what I'm saying, in Oregon. But people don't really bust you with mushrooms. Have you ever heard of like a big mushroom bust? No. Um, I'm sure it's happened though. Otherwise, like what's... It's illegal. Well, it's happened, but like... I think people are more afraid of getting pulled over with like way harder drugs and, and, and not even weed anymore, but just anything other than, I think mushrooms on the bottom of the list compared to like weed. It goes weed and then mushrooms we get, get afraid to be pulled over with. Well, know? they they also, you fucking conceal them so well. It's not that easy to like pick them up. If you have a bag of mushrooms and you just start crunching them up in your hand, it just looks like a fucking something. Yeah. It, so it could be like protein powder. It could be any sort of supplement. It could be tea. Like could horrible be horrible oregano. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If you just have it in a bag and start smashing it, um, then, uh, you know, it's not really the fucking, it's not something that you could just pick out. Obviously, I could. I would know what they would smell like also, so that wouldn't be that fucking hard to find out. Yeah. But I don't know if cops know what they're looking at. Well, um, you know, all of, everybody's been inundated with election news and stuff, but uh, we just wanted to kind of focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so much. <laughs> Too fucking much. That's all I hear, yeah, dude. It's just all <laughs> I hear all day long. So, like, we wanted to talk about something that was like a little more, uh, you know, something that fucking mattered, something yeah. that actually impacted my life. That's kind like, of a really big deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can go to you can go to Oregon. You can pick mushrooms. You can buy them. You can have them. You can eat them. Well, what about and the, guess what? Okay, okay, the sale of mushrooms. That's a whole nother thing. Sale. What song is that? Is there a song where they just yell sale in the background? Dude, uh, nickel. Oh, that hit tune, Sale by Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> this is like on their Christmas album. <laughs> um, worst. I like Nickelback. They get shit on. Chad Kroger is kind of fucking sweet. But here's the deal. Some of their songs jam. You here's have to the give them that. When I went to college in Hawaii, um, mushrooms grew under the patties and all the, you know, in the fields of the ranches out there. And, you know, it was pretty, it's pretty ubiquitous out there. And it's pretty ubiquitous around California because- What does ubiquitous mean? Just really just around. It's always there. It's, it's not hard to find. Mushrooms. You can find them all the time. Yeah. Got and, it. And- and it's kind of... I mean, I knew what it meant in case somebody else didn't. I was just yeah. trying to be helpful. 
<laughs> listeners are uh we think you're smart <laughs> just want to make sure i don't fucking know yeah so um i'm sure i've used it before so mushrooms have always been that really weird drug where like a lot it's not really like demonized as much most people don't really kind of have a because they're aliens they're in a, they're hard to fucking describe there's very alien like in just the way that they grow the way that they behave also the way they make you feel yeah and and i a lot of people have tried them that i've known pretty much like i don't know how many people that you've you know, pretty much all, with the exception of my parents and maybe my brothers. I don't know if they've, ever, I don't know if they've ever done them. No, I don't think so. They're not. They're not into that stuff. And like everybody, always has their mushroom story. Always, oh, or more than one. Oh yeah, or, or just, mushroom stories where you were with someone who was on mushrooms that are sometimes even better than the ones like when you were. Yeah, because it's always very different when you're in when you're in that space doing. But that's also. In a party environment, yeah. right? In a party environment, it's very different than when they yeah. use them like therapeutically. Therapeutically. Jesus. All right, let's, uh, let's, 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 be real here. let's be real and down to earth with you guys. Like, how many times have you done mushrooms? Mm. You'd say. Are you asking me? Well, I'd say. Do I, I have to be honest? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to be relatable. Yeah. And because we have to realize that we know, we kind of know what we're talking about. I think I've done mushrooms. Ah, uh, like. 12 times yeah i, th- I think i think I'm, maybe maybe I've, 14 but like i have to say like five of them were amazing six of them were like super fun and three of them were like meh i, you know what I mean? have honestly eaten them over a hundred times that's awesome i'm, See, not, I'm not even kidding no but easily see, but you easily but you've also microdosed a lot yes. too yeah yeah and and that's what i'm saying though guys we don't know shit on this podcast, but no. this guy kind of knows a little bit about this stuff. Microdosing, first of all, it's illegal, and I do it only when I'm in Oregon, obviously. Second of all, yes. um, allegedly, just, they have like protocols on how you're supposed to microdose and how much you're supposed to microdose with, and you're on and off, kind of like a steroid thing for any of the meatheads out there, you'll understand. But... The psychological benefits are literally why they're being made legal. They're not being made legal because people in Oregon like to get fucked up. They're being made legal because it's literally helping people cure depression, cure anxiety, stop smoking, breaking bad habits. Um, I really like that. I really like that analogy you gave me a couple months back. Remember, me and Natalie were like, "Wow," and it was about the slopes. About the skiing on the slopes and it, yeah, in brain. G- give that analogy to everybody. I so, really like that. So yeah, literally, when when I microdose, I feel like well, when you do take mushrooms, they've done some scientific studies, and I don't don't, don't fucking quote me. Obviously, we don't know shit, but there are studies that you can find, and um, that analogy was not mine, but it was the one that made it the most clear to me to explain to people. It was it was but, a really good analogy about how no, no, it rewires I, your brain. Yeah, 100%. So if anyone who's been skiing or snowboarding, like if, you're, if you are out for fresh tracks first thing in the morning, if you use psilocybin therapeutically, right, not in a party setting, but if you use it intentionally, therapeutically, or even ceremonially with like a shaman or some fucking woo-woo hippie shit, um, which I have also done, it literally, your my thought patterns and my thought process is like I'm getting fresh tracks, first chair out in the morning at any big mountain you've been to. Very, yeah. very different in comparison to the last run of the day after you've had four beers and the fucking mountains chopped to shit and there's moguls all over the Everybody's place. Everybody's running the everywhere. same course. And, yeah. that's, and, and I'm a firm believer in this because your brain fires like a, um, like a neural network, right? And sometimes it creates stronger connections to other synapses. Therefore, 
therefore, when your brain fires, it tends to go down the same um, uh, beaten in path. Dude, they have evidence. Um, what is it called when athletes keep fucking smashing their head and you get concussed? CTE? So yeah. they have, there's evidence that, um, that people who have bad CTE visibly in whatever technology, I don't think it's a CAT scan, but whatever technology they use to scan your brain, they treat them with psilocybin, mushrooms, and then all of a sudden there's no CTE visible on their brain. Physical, physical uh, differences in what, their brain, in what their brain composition looks like. So if there's a physical difference, obviously there's some sort of fucking physical, physical and positive mental excuse me, shit that comes along with that too. It's, un, it's incredible. It's a reason I think they call them magic mushrooms. There's also people that think... Well, all, but also too though, the reason why there hasn't been that much research on it because it's been a schedule, what, one drug? Yeah, it's illegal. So, so all these other countries are getting ahead of us doing all this amazing research on it. Meanwhile, America is just just now waking. But also the difference is, is that in America we have Xanax and shit like that. So take yes. that. Take that to treat oh your depression. Gosh. Take that to treat your depression. Don't take mushrooms to cure your depression. Right? Yes. There's no money in a cure. Well, because an eighth of mushrooms is like twenty bucks or thirty bucks, or we could charge your insurance company five hundred dollars a month for Xanax. Which one do you think? Also, oh, let's go insurance. Also, money. too, these these pills take you far farther away from your center. It's not a cure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it and, doesn't and, cure anything. And the only reason to subsidize your body with something is to try and get you back to your original original healthy state and not be relied on it. It's a fucking band aid, dude. It's a band-aid. Yeah. You're like, you're delaying the inevitable and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Or you become more and more codependent. And like, that's, you know what that's grinds my fucking gears? You know what really grinds my gears? You know what grinds my fucking gears is when I hear stories of people taking a pill and they take it for so long it stops working. So they take another one. But when they take the other one, then they have to yeah. take a second one with it because it, they, whatever, you need a combination. So now you're not doing one, you're doing two or you're doing three or you're doing five. Yeah, and, na- and now your body is so accustomed to it, it gives you more anxiety than you had before. But I will say, if it does help people, then I'm all for it, man. Whatever makes you fucking yeah. happy. I just don't some like the people, system. Some people with minor cases tend to go to the pills really fast. That's bad. But when you have an extreme case, yes, you need those pills. But there are people out there that, don't have any, that they've tried shit and none of it works. Right, yeah. so this is another option. So now they have an option. They yeah. can go to something natural. Well, um, let's get to this article. I want to. So, I want to hear some of like the, the the nuances of this legalization because because like you said, it's it's it grows everywhere. You can now possess it. But, yeah. but what about the sale? Of so it? I've gone mushroom picking in Central California, like near Santa Cruz, in January, February. <sighs> is um. The wet season, and they grow like underneath trees and shit. And last, Hey-o. yeah, you can go. You can just go pick. They grow naturally, right? But as soon as you pick them up, that's when they become illegal. So the cool thing, and this is from GQ, just because I went to Google and Google controls what I'm able to see. So this is what it says: Measure 109 is essentially the brainchild of two psychotherapists, Tom and Sherry Eckert, husband and wife duo who have been working on it since 2015. If the measure passes, it doesn't mean. Oregonians will be able to pop into a dispensary for a dose or even walk around with a bag of shrooms. Well, there's also a broad drug decriminalization measure being put to voters this year, which I think also passed. Um, the initiative directs the state to, t- uh, to take two years to create rules on how psilocybin can be produced. Two years, you'll be able to do something and be able to get them. I think they'll be serving them before that medically. 
but as far as recreationally, I think they got to get some shit in place. And wait, I, wait, I, I, I got a really cool little ex, excerpt here. It says, it says, the new law won't mean that magic mushrooms have the same legal status as cannabis. Instead, it will allow psilocybin to be stored and administered at licensed facilities. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. But how, how do you get certified to serve mushrooms? Hey, bro, can I get some mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have a guy that's... Okay, so... I have that, a guy now you could do that with, but I don't even know if he's certified. Okay, he's got to so, be certified. So I'm always fascinated with these people who are like, let's study cocaine. And it's like, hey, bro, like, where do you go get it? Yeah. You just don't call like, okay, let's study mushrooms. It's like, who are you going to call? Like your homie at the dormitory? <laughs> I think that I think you know? they just make it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and like... I've, or you... No, dude, you go to the evidence room. You go to the evidence room at any police station. Oh, yeah. Why not? Just go, so, so you have to call the cop be like, hey, bro. According to the movies, there's just fucking bags and bags of drugs on shelves that, you know, the dude, the weird dude who gets lost in the police station in those funny movies just can get access to. Yeah. Huh. Somehow, somehow. That's knocks a good them. point. I guess the state already has possession of a ton of it from, uh, from seizures. <laughs> of course. No, but. Like, when they, but, when but, they take him in the evidence room, it's a one for you, one for me clause. Like I, the guy who's doing inventory, it's like, hey, I thought we brought in four pounds. He's like, actually, it was three. I measured it. Your guy's scale must have been broken. Yeah. <laughs> There's no oversight with that. <laughs> I'm also like, like I said, I'm, I don't, I'm never around this sort of like super like stringent paperwork type society. No know? kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. I kind of beat to, to my own drum. So this whole like official like sign off on this and sign off on this type thing like makes my brain explode. Yeah. And I've always wanted to process, like I said, and okay, now it's legal. It's like, now you, who are you going to get it from? How are you going to keep it coming in? Like, What are they going to figure you- out in the next two years? If you give 100 people mushrooms and say they've all had a few beers and they all take like three grams, what controls are you going to put into place to make sure that that doesn't go wrong or dude, there isn't some weird shit happening? Dude, because when they study drugs, like <laughs> when they study drugs like marijuana, they, they go, oh, they sit someone in a room and they have them smoke a huge log. You know what I mean? Like a <laughs> Fat blunt to themselves, like and, then they study, and then they study them. You know, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, usually when you smoke, it's like mm, a third of that. You know what I mean? So, if so that depending so on what you're doing, they get this person a fucking dube yeah. of all dubes, and then, and then they watch them just drool. Yeah, and they're like, well, this is, these are the effects. When you lock them in a room with a mirror so they can stare at themselves. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm always thinking these studies are so out of whack. So what I think they might I think, do... I think they used to do studies like that like in the 50s or like black and white. Like you're talking reefer madness yeah. shit. Yeah. And, and you know what I think they might do? If they didn't have them locked in a room, then everyone knows they would just jump off the roof and commit suicide. Didn't you see the, the after school yes, specials? and orgies. <laughs> um, so this is what I think is going to happen. They're probably going to dose these experimental people... With like a volunteer, with like seven grams to the dome. That's way too much. Because guys, like most, if you have a good friend, it's like, hey, guy, hey, let's split an eighth. Yeah, let's split an eighth of mushrooms. That's a good solid dose it's to about be three to and be, a half grams to be laughing for four hours straight. Yes. Okay. And th- now what they're gonna do though is that they're gonna start them off on like a five six gram dose, and it's gonna be they're gonna be like, this is crazy. But that's also one and a half grams, even if you're not doing it in a party setting, you're not doing it like you know, watching Alice in Wonderland or some shit. That's a good therapeutic dose so um, you know you don't get fucking sent to the moon. Like that's a controllable dose where you don't completely but lose your shit. But these nerds have never done it before and they're going to the, ask around. In theory, they haven't done it. I, I just see some dude in a white lab coat just, just never touched mushrooms in, entire, in his can entire you imagine? Life. Can you imagine like 
how well they're going to be able to grow these things now. Like, imagine when weed became legal. It's like purple and orange and crystally and all this shit. Dude, they're going to have mushrooms like where you could buy like a four-pound mushroom. Dude, it's going to be like this giant fucking thing. They grow, yeah, in this huge lab. Here, give my mushroom a hug. We're going to have like mushroom Christmas trees and shit. It's going to be fucking awesome. Well, the documentary that was on Netflix or that we saw. The Fantastic Fungi. Yes. And, and they... Was it the one? Was it the same one when they showed the underground dude that that grew it, or was this uh, Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia? I think you're talking about Hamilton. Okay, so Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia is by far my favorite drug type in like the dude from uh, he's on Vice or he's from Vice. And he does such a good job at breaking down the compounds and how their molecular makeups and everything. Yeah. And, he's a, and he he's goes, a genius and he he's goes, his own guinea pig. And he goes all over the world and it, and it's the best type of guinea pig because he's, he does it himself. He's not just <laughs> yeah. reporting on it. Yeah. He he goes straight to like the shaman in the middle of Peru. Yeah. But this one episode with the psilocybin was this guy who was growing it in like basically a um, one of those... Um, super clean rooms in his in his basement yeah they have to be like very very antimicrobial because one little thing will just fuck these and things i was up. like dude the the stoner that went to your high school can't do this <laughs> right. you know what i mean you can't just put a seed in the ground water it and oh i got some pretend no 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 it's a whole process it's gotta be like super wet and like the controlled no, and environment was, and all was, this shit and he was and the guy looked like he went to um uh, the uh, containers container store and got all those yeah. plastic bins. Yeah, exactly. And then he's wearing his, you know, his air that's ventilators. To, that's to and, keep the air out. That's why they put those things yeah. on there to completely seal them. And he was saying like, dude, if you don't wear this or this or this, or if I open this and some other spores get into other spores and it ruins the entire batch. All of them. Yeah, everything. If like one of them gets sick, somehow they're all like interconnected, like fucking at the avatar tree. Yeah. And they'll just all just yeah. be fucked. That's what's crazy about mushrooms, yeah. dude. They're it's, aliens. They are, they are by far... The most avatar shit on this whole planet. You know what's even crazier? So he has to do that to cre- to cre- grow them indoors. I saw them just under a tree. It wasn't that controlled environment. It wasn't yeah. like you know what I mean. Like they were just they're just popping up in a bundle underneath the tree in the middle of the woods. Like, like out, out in the woods. Like when you're shit. in like your when you're in your, when you're real. I can't talk right now. When you're in your <laughs> real house, like in your environment, yeah, it's hard to kind of like throw your your kind of game off, right? But when you're in a controlled environment. Every little tiny outside, you know, input is going to fuck. It's unnatural. Shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really unnatural. So when you're in the natural environment, it's kind of harder to knock you off center. Mm-hmm. So that's why they grow so well, like under cow pies and and you know, like under trees or really wet logs. Out of, there was a bunch of them, like just growing out of like pine needles, and I think they called the dude that uh, pointed them out to me called them wavy caps. And then when they're ready to pick, and they're psychoactive, like they look like a regular mushroom. I'm doing like the umbrella thing with my hands, but then they go upside down. And yes. then the ends like curl up, and that, that's when you know. That was on the Hamilton's ph- Pharmacopoeia, dude. It was one of the best episodes on mushrooms I've ever seen in my life. Go dude, watch done, that. He's done all that shit. He did, um, he did DMT. He did ayahuasca. Um, yeah. So much. That dude's, it's like his, how, how is he able to, oh, because they're a Canadian company. That's how he's able to do it then, right? And he goes to the countries that kind of are the origins of said things. You know what I mean? Like he kind of, he went, like this last one I watched about, um, what's that cactus one? Peyote? No, uh, mescal? No. Mescaline. Yeah, mescaline is San Pedro cactus. Yeah, and he went to San Pedro. Or you can go to San Pedro right by Palos Verdes over here. (laughs) One of the two. San Pedro cactus, you can buy at Home Depot. It's not illegal. Yeah. yeah, I have. Oh, I have a, we have one in the yard. Yeah, I have some in my backyard too. And and you, there's a process that you use. I've actually 
cooked it, I guess. And but this this guy goes like sounding like this a guy fucking goes like thirty six hours deep into like the Peruvian jungle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. I'm like, you look uncomfortable right yeah. now. And he wears all white, and somehow his all white outfit is still white every episode. <laughs> I'm like, I would have, I would have spilt my hamburger. That. There's on no it. hamburgers in Peru. I don't know, but How, like... However, whatever. His, his clothes are white because they have a washing machine probably. Or maybe he has 10 of them. Dude, he became a shaman. <laughs> like they were picking up those mushrooms that were like two-handers. Why don't you go to Peru? Why don't you go to Peru and try to be Hamilton? I've be, been. That'd be I'm fun. Going I have like a hundred other things on my list of places to go. Like? Like Japan, like Mintawis. Where's like Mintawis? Thailand, like Where's in, Indonesia. Got, okay. Like, I, I want to do that. But like, Thailand, you got to do. Thailand, every, Thailand, everybody dude, says Thailand. No, yeah, for sure. In Thailand, they sell what they call happy shakes, and they're mushroom milkshakes. You awesome. Can, you can buy them in bars. If you see a sign that says happy shakes, now you know what's we're funny? going to Thailand. Dude, I have a hilarious story. So we were in Thailand last year, almost exactly a year ago, for Flanagan and Lauren's wedding. It was almost it was a year ago last week. So um, I was we were walk, we were on this island and we were looking for mushroom milkshakes. We had them at Rayleigh Beach, like the I don't know, a couple days before, and. I couldn't, no one spoke English. So I went in Google Translate. Shocker. Not, right? <laughs> so I went in Google Translate and I typed into my phone in, uh, in whatever, Taiwanese or Thai, what, what's the language? Bok choy. Some, whatever it is. So that's so bad. Whatever Thai, yeah, whatever the language in Thailand is. Thai. <laughs> I deserve I one of those for sure. Um, but uh, so I went in Google Translate and um, we're going on this, there's a storm coming in where there's people waiting for us on the boat. And I said, I'll be right back. So I'm running along this island with somebody else who will remain nameless. Um, and the first person I show, my Google Translate, like I, I go, hey, and I turn and give my phone, and th- this is the guy's response. Oh, you want mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And I was like, I looked back at the, the person. <laughs> I, I looked back at the person I was with, and I was like, did you just fucking hear that? And he's like, yeah, right over there. I was like, where, awesome. where have awesome. you been? Like the first 50 people I asked, like people were just shaking their head. They had no idea what I was talking about. I swear to God, that was his response. It so, was so, wh- so was it like going up to like a, a shaved ice hut in Hawaii? No, it was at a bar. Like just a, just exactly, just yeah. a bar where they serve booze and stuff. And I went in and I was like, hey, the dude down. Did you, did you show him his, your Google Translate? No, <laughs> I went down and I was like, hey, the dude over there said that you guys have mushroom milkshakes. And they're like, yeah. So then they had, there's five people there. And there's people waiting for us, right? So one person starts to make one shake at a time in one blender. Like, bro. I, I have like five minutes. So I go, hey, make two in one blender. Put them all in one cup. They're to go anyways. And then for the other three, just give me the mushrooms. Like, <laughs> charge me for the drink. Just give me the bags. Yeah. So we, I put the bags they, in my they, pocket. Oh, they, they did that. Yeah. Oh, it's Thailand. There's no fucking rules well, there. So I saw how the dude made them. So we took our bag back to our... I took the bags and mushrooms back to our hotel. Put them in a the blender and blended them up. With mango. Mango and ice. Ooh. So I went to the bar at our hotel and I told. I asked the dude, I was like, hey, do you have mangoes? He's like, yeah. And I go, and you have ice? He goes, yeah. I go, can you make me a mango um, smoothie? So he starts making the smoothie and I go, can I see that cup? And I dumped all three bags in and I go, can you blend that for me? And wow. he's, he's like, what was that? I Dude, was like, talk, oh, it's talk just about vitamins. An ugly American just Dude. running around Thailand making insane demands for mushrooms. Look, after <laughs> after that mission, there was no way that I wasn't gonna I was gonna not have a mushroom milkshake. Yeah. Like after running across the island and running back, and I was sprinting barefoot, like on cobblestone streets in Thailand. Did you have like Flintstones feet? Let me see those bad boys. I know, dude. I got Hobbit feet. <laughs> straight off, straight off the Shire. Um, but I, f- I hate wearing shoes. Yeah, 
<laughs> they're as clean as they're going to be. That's just the color of my skin. Oh, yabba dabba do, bro. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Flintstone. I should have been Fred Flintstone again for um, Halloween. Should we describe how mushrooms come on? Because, like, because I said, we we uh, we disclose how many times we've done them, mm-hmm. and uh, never. I guess, like I said, mostly good, some meh, and a couple times unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 it ranges for me. It ranges from I figured out the entire universe to I can't. I'm crawling on the floor laughing to um, I'm just thinking so hard yeah. about the weirdest shit. All of those things. Or And then and then there's, you get celestial, you know, the moon and the stars. And, you know, the, there's a couple of times you like you just want to run into the ocean. I think I kind of blew it. Remember the bioluminescence that was going down? Yeah. Oh, remember, isn't there a red tide today? Maybe. If there is, we can check. Yeah. But during the bioluminescence. Well, I thought somebody said that, but they might have been talking about remember, the election. It, remember, it was, it. Like, it was like the beginning of or summer. Or Alabama's football. It was, for, it was locked down, and, it, and it, was, it was kind of a weird time. And yeah, people, we weren't allowed to go on the beach. You had to sneak no. out on the beach to go see and this pe- natural phenomenon. And people were straight running into the, into the ocean. Yeah. Filming it. Like, there was people. On, I saw cops up and down the beach. People splashing in the bioluminescence. Guaranteed. One third of them are on mushrooms. <laughs> like feeling the water, it's all blue. I'm jealous. I wanted to do that. We blew it. It, might, it could happen again. But the last but, thing that you want to do is when you're sitting there staring at the waves, have a cop come up and just totally fucking ruin everything. So, so the process. Not that you'd go to jail, but it's like, now I got to get back to my place. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah. So the process usually starts like this is like you get together and everybody starts talking about their, their stories and like, oh, one time I took too much or one time it didn't work or like, I'm too scared to take too much. And well, in those you environments know, too, no one's weighing them either. So so yeah. no one really knows how much so, you're going to take. So they're like m- holding them up to each other. There's always like two four, stems, one cap. <laughs> yeah. 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 And there's always, there's four, there's just like three types of people when you get your squad together to do mushrooms. There's a person who's like, I'll do them all. I give them to me. Like I'll do more after 20 minutes, but you're not supposed to. And then there's a person that's like really responsible. And then there's a, and then there's a third person that's like, Will barely touch it with their tongue, and, yeah. and then and then be and then and has all fireworks, complete fireworks show, or 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 just like there's the super cautious, the right in the middle, and the I will eat all of them guy. Yeah, and the I will eat all of them guy after waiting twenty minutes, like the biggest thing, the worst thing you can possibly say, and it's the same rule with edibles. Yeah, is I don't feel anything yet. Yeah. If you don't feel anything Idiot. yet, keep waiting. Okay, so like, keep so, waiting. Please keep waiting. So this is my. You can always add to it. You cannot subtract. Yeah. There's no subtraction yeah. in this clause, and you're get a seatbelt because you're gonna go for a ride. So this is my mushroom tip. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just pulled out his dick. <laughs> this is my mushroom tip today. <laughs> Thank God we're not filming this. First of all, let me put this away real quick. All right. My, uh, that, that also is legal. My, <laughs> well, um, so, um, so take about a gram and a half to two grams, right? Which means you need a scale. Don't eyeball it. Well, you don't, you, no one knows what that a, looks like. It's usually about two good-sized caps and a good-sized stem. See, this is that bro science we do. Yeah, all bro right, science. Yeah. Two, two good-sized caps, a good-sized stem, and maybe a little like straggler yeah whatever not too much not too little so set your but when you're when you're doing this though are you f- like three beers in a bottle of wine in me, what? i don't really like to drink that much from doing mushrooms but like Same. at least a couple it's a maybe a beer or two maybe get loose yeah and then um and then uh so i go hey siri set my alarm for 40 minutes 
And then, so usually that's about the time where they kick in. So usually right when my Siri goes off, I get the yawns. Yeah. And that's when you know it's kicking. So your first- you know what that You know what people say like when they use yeah, it ceremonially? That? So that's the opening up of your throat chakra or your heart chakra. That's why you yawn. Scientifically. Like you're, you're, no, like, well, spirituality. Is there is a not chakra in your throat? Uh, yeah, there's a throat chakra. But I mean, it's not like something that physically exists. It's an energy. Ah, like cool. so. Glad we clarified that. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not like <laughs> because, <laughs> it's not like you have something actually in your throat, but it's like yeah, your, yeah. your third eye, right? You don't actually have a third eye, but you have a third eye. Oh, uh, you just put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> your mushroom tip is my third eye. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's your mushroom stamp. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've done a couple um, of those in my time, but no, I mean, I know like there's a lot of people that whenever that haven't done it that have asked and have said like you know. How do you take them? How do you feel? And it's really difficult to describe. But the only way, I think the way that I would have rather been introduced is with a microdose instead of a holy shit. Because, yeah, but I always recommend people like you got to be, be an avid weed smoker before so you can, so you can, your brain's used to the type of interactions. Maybe. Right? I, because the people who, who, I could see how that could help. But yeah, the people I, who I are like normal. If, so, if somebody's completely straight edge and that's the first and only no, thing they don't do, don't touch mushrooms. Well, that's what I'm saying. Microdose in that sense. Yeah. But if you have, ex- but most people are kind of like normalized to weed. And if you, yeah. if you hit like a half gram and, and, and you don't do mushrooms that often, it's a good hit. But then wait for the yawns to come on. Wait for it to kind of give you a kind of like that weird foggy. It's also, well, uh, half- like a weird fog kind of hits. You know, well, the, yeah, that's the transition from yeah. from being in human world to the other thing. And if and if um, looking at the person next to you's face doesn't make you break out into uncontrollable <laughs> laughter, or just your cat walking by, like you, you can take another. You yeah. can take a little bit more. Yeah. Um, have you ever done it? Have you ever done it and just lay down, close your eyes, and just listen to like some sort of soundtrack or some music? <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Mm, it can get dark. <laughs> You're inviting the dark in in that regard. I wouldn't See, do that. I like so the, there's I, a whole album. This artist called East Forest. It's called Music for Mushrooms. Wow. It, it took him like five years to create this <laughs> entire album. And he gave it away it's for free. a long free. time to make an album. Yeah, but I he's... I can understand. That's, that's like almost as long as Avatar takes to make. Put that in um, perspective. I don't know. Maybe he's Avatar. But, maybe. Okay. But I can understand my, like two no, years. No, so what he did was he would keep taking the medicine and he didn't even he won't even take credit for creating the album and he didn't even sell it because he said that the music that he made wasn't his. So he would eat mushrooms and let the music or the, let the mushrooms do all the work and that's where all this comes from. And if you listen to that and eat mushrooms, dude, there How long is his album? And how often did he do them? It's a full album in five years worth. I bet you it's better than any Prince album. <laughs> We covered this. I don't know. Your Prince album front to back? I don't know if you could. Prince has four good songs. Um, this, this mushroom, this mushroom dude. Yeah, Justin over there is yelling at me. He's like, he's like, get out of here, brother. <laughs> no, that's a very unpopular opinion, by the way. What, about Prince? Yeah. I mean, but, we already talked about this. I, I've never listened to one of his albums start to finish. I know he's got a lot of great who songs, has? though. I, I don't know. I'm assu- yeah, I'm assuming a lot of people, a lot have. Of people Justin's have, but- saying, Justin's here is saying a lot of people have. I'm sure that that's true because there are hardcore Prince fans and it's also a really awesome Halloween costume. And His one of my most favorite recent Dave double, double-sided CD album, we're talking like 28 songs here, not one hit on the radio. Not one. His I- most, name his most recent CD that came out because there was no He's hits dead. on it. He's <sighs> dead. He's dead. Oh, the tr- the it's thirteen songs, five hours. That's how long music for in five, He took. We did one a year. Huh? He did like one every other. He did two a year. What? Two what? 
two songs a year to get his 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 five year album masterpiece. So I'm saying he didn't. The mushrooms did. The mushrooms created. I don't know how long it took, but if you how just, long is each song? Like eighty seven hours. <laughs> I, if I had to guess, I'd say that they vary, but it does kind of like guide the journey. And there are some parts that are really fucking intense. But it's all like alien like noises. It's not it's not like natural sounds. It's really okay. fucking crazy. I have, Listening I have a, to it without mushrooms, I don't know if I would ever do it or want to do it because it just wouldn't make sense. Just blast I mean, it, it, it in your car going it, down it, Highland. It barely makes sense now, but uh Natalie, somehow it makes sense. Natalie turned me on to uh this this very, very slowed down version of Jurassic Park's theme song. Okay. And um it was a symphonic it sounded like it was like a dream of a fucking of a of, a, of like a okay the theme song is already awesome but when you slow it down like i don't I, even know it can you play it can we play it are we is this not gonna are we dude, gonna get in trouble the song's like a 16 minute track but they, they took the they took the the orchestral theme song so bad at this. Uh, uh, <laughs> hang on jurassic park theme song whoops I got a new phone yesterday, and none of my fucking apps are. Yeah, dude, everybody knows it, but they slowed they, they slowed it down. I think it was like ten x. What was Who it? That like five x? Who did? Like ten x, a hundred x? It was like ten x, and it was and it, and, it, and it was like one of those super melodic. This is this is Jurassic Park theme song. Is this the movie? Yeah, this is this is amazing podcast. <laughs> Hang on. This is it? Yes. This is recognizable to yeah. you? No, that's not the one. That's oh. not the one I'm talking about, but that's the theme song. Okay. Oh, yeah, but imagine that super slow. It was super slow. Why yeah. would it be any slower than that? Nah, put those cans on. <laughs> okay, we have our honorary guest and host, Han. Oh, Han, Mike is on. on. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Natalie's here. Okay, so Natalie jumped on, my, on our last podcast, and she was sitting over here, and she just wanted to jump on and talk about what the um, this theme song. No, I was just like, it's so funny, like listening to you guys talk, and like I like I know the answer to that, but I'm like, see, yeah. I'm like, can't talk, don't say anything. <laughs> um, well, what I was talking about, I found it on Reddit, and so it's the theme song to Jurassic Park, and it's slowed down like ridiculously slow you cannot even you wouldn't even be able to tell that it's a, the jurassic yeah, park theme it song it takes like a minute and a half for you to recognize it i don't even know that i would recognize a jurassic park theme song jurassic fart <laughs> i don't know if i would recognize a jurassic fart if it landed right in front of me right in my mouth <laughs> fart mouth um uh, maybe i'm just not that big of a fan but it's not to me it's not a recognizable song you're not a fan of jurassic park i mean i thought i was but apparently i'm full of shit dude well, i was i was like it was like 90, i like the movie when did it come out 1994 i don't know but that's I like a the great movie to watch mushrooms on by the way jurassic park i just like when i watch what jurassic park no matter how many times i've seen it i just get this like warm tingly feeling inside it's like being a child again literally. and every time you look into my eyes <laughs> she thinks a giant lizard's gonna eat her yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> it's the little lizards you gotta watch out for yeah. the ones that spit on you yeah. the ones that killed the guy from seinfeld newman exactly. from seinfeld yeah i'll give you a velociraptor yeah exactly baby. what are those called those little demons the ones that go <laughs> velociraptors no 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 no, 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 no. The, little one, right. the little one with the umbrella heads that's a velociraptor no it's not right. dude velocimini <laughs> I, I, guys, I, I, Google it. I got a list. Let's go down our list. Thir three, three most favorite dinosaurs. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start. Third favorite dinosaur, pterodactyl. Put pterodactyl. Starts with a P. 
Pterodactyl. <laughs> oh, we're starting from the bottom. No, yeah. we're here. Third favorite dinosaur, pterodactyl. Okay. Um, second favorite dinosaur, Stegosaurus. Uh, oh, yeah, the spiny guy. The spiny one. For some reason, I just really like I that guy. I think you're copying my list. Don't no. Stegosaurus have the big like uh, ball on their tail, too? Like at the end of their tail, they got the, it's yeah, like yeah. the wrecking it, ball yeah, shit? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a, a mace. What the fuck? Why you're right. Actually, the... I don't like that one. Why do they okay. have that? Like, why? Was, think for, about that. For some reason, I always thought it was kind of cool. He had like fins on his back. Yeah. And first favorite dinosaur, Bronchiosaurus. Bron- that's the tall, the tall one with the long yeah, neck. Yeah, the big one. Bronchiosaurus. Uh, Bronchiosaurus, the other one's Justin's over there like no T-Rex the motherfucker. I'm like that's everybody's Dude, favorite. that's what I said about the Thanksgiving episode. Neither one of them said <laughs> green bean casserole either. All right. Yeah. Can I go? I, 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 yeah. I, I, oh, wait guys, a second, wait a second. I want to talk about Stegosaurus, something that I just realized. Why they're huge, right? Honorable mention Megalodon. But why oh, fuck that's, you. That's okay. the shark, yeah? Yeah. Um No, but that's not what it was called like in the Jurassic Park movie. Uh, I don't. There was was there one? Yeah, no, it was, was like one. a ugh, crap. I can't. You go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna say. I just realized about um, was it Stegosaurus that it's massive, but it's the only dinosaur I could think of that looks like it was created, so you can't pick it up. Yeah, like it has the spikes on its back, but you can't fucking me. pick it up anywhere. It's like a porcupine. Yeah, exactly. But who's yeah. gonna grab it? Dude, everything was bigger back then. It was so crazy. I don't know why I like the Stegosaurus, but now, nah, what's your three favorite? So. I used to say pterodactyl was my number three favorite, but now I'm thinking that like the thing in Jurassic Park, who knows if that even existed or not, but that giant thing that was like, whoa, like came up and ate the other thing that everyone thought That's was That's the dead. megalodon. No. Out of the water. Out of the water? The one out of the yeah. water you're talking about. That was like in the new Jurassic Park. No, I think it showed the megalodon and it was like a shark swimming and you're like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden this other thing comes up and it's like, whoa. Yeah, but didn't that happen in the new one? That didn't happen in the first one. The last one. Yeah. No, that yeah, Jurassic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the new Jurassic new World. Okay, okay. What's your second favorite Second one? favorite if is your favorite, how do you Triceratops. Oh, Triceratops. That's a really good one. Ooh. Really good one. Yeah. First it, favorite. Has that, wait, wait. It has that big, has that big shield in the front. Is that bone? No, is there, no, is it, that it, thing made out no, of bone? What is that? It's like cartilage. It's like an antler. No, yeah, but so they, they, no, they have antler. they have uh, antlers too, or no? They have or the spikes, but it's it, but it's like a big, it's a, it's like made of like bone. It's so much. weird. It's got like fingernails on the outside. I have yeah. to say though, according to the pictures, I've never seen one. I have to say though, like these interpretations of dinosaurs are actually really, really, yeah, they really they inaccurate. Have, they said you they think? Have, no, they said they 100%. have feathers. They a lot of them have no, feathers, dude. Richard's mistaken. They don't have feathers, but I'm but what they're trying to prove is that there's no way to know if they had feathers or quills or hair of any sort because yeah. they just have the bone. It was definitely thick so skin of some sort. They're assuming that all these dino- dinosaurs are skin covered, which is could be totally inaccurate. No, but 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 it's like a really crazy skin like an armadillo type shit probably. Armadillo. You know? well, I mean, Liz, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, how the fuck? Yeah, there's okay, no way to ever tell. Okay, so what's your but first actually, favorite? Wait, wait, wait. There is a way to tell though because they, yeah. don't they compare it to no, animals that are alive it goes, now? No, it kind of because dude, that was a long time no, ago. They get I know, a I know, but what I'm shape. saying is like they with through like the through evolution, they compare dinosaurs to things that are alive now, so I think that's well, what they're actually, making guesses on, right? Well, actually, that's a good point that you make there. So what they did is they took I'm sure a lot of people have seen this meme on the internet that Neil deGrasse Tyson posted. Um, they said it, they took a baboon and they like gave it to an artist who would to try to create what it looked like just based on the bones. Mm-hmm. And it looks absolutely nothing like a baboon. Really? So it's, it, it proves to you that the way that they used to create these images is not really showing the full picture of what it could look like. Yeah, but that's an artist, not a scientist? Or was it a scientist artist? 
you'll have to look at the, you'll have to look at the post it actually got really popular on the internet because there's just so many questions and so many unknowns and i think we just like whoever it was that came up with these representations we just went with it well whatever they did is fucking cool i mean i think it's awesome like i can't imagine them being like having it was like, a, it was like an educated <laughs> guess yeah, yeah, well, a well-educated guest by people much smarter than us. Be- because because <laughs> if they're fighting each other and they're like you know fighting to their deaths with all these crazy with giant you know, fucking teeth and shit with, like with the that. triceratops with that crazy spike tail, like mm-hmm. you have to be able to defend yourself in that. So it has to be something. Well, like what's a- crazy is remember the woolly mammoth? They only know exactly what it looked like because it was perfectly preserved in ice and they found it. Yeah. And so imagine that happened with the dinosaurs. Do you think there might be a possibility? It could look completely different. There, hey, I, I, bet that, one. Yeah, I bet but, you there's one. Yeah, but, yeah, but isn't that a testament that, Underneath that they were? Underneath ice in Antarctica. Yeah, guaranteed. But it, well, no, the dinosaurs got, got extinct, what, hundreds, if not millions of years before the Ice Age even happened? I don't but, know. But the other dude. thing, the other thing, yeah, I don't know either. But I don't know either, dude. <laughs> but the other thing is, is though they would be preserved. In, uh, they'd be pres- preserved in ice if they lived in places where there was ice. The woolly mammoth lives where their ice there is, wasn't. Co- yeah. is covered in fur. Well, yeah. all, so they well, know. T- I guess. But I, I could even make the assumption that because there's none in ice, they probably didn't have fur because they don't fucking live well, in the environment. Well, well, what, 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 are you talking about like adaptation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but what I was gonna say is like even woolly mammoth is just a stegosaurus with hair. I'm saying, but even in the Labrea tall, the Labrea tar pits. Pits. <laughs> up. I am the not small. Ar- the Labrea armpits. <laughs> the Labrea tar pits. What it does is like every single thing that's that's not bone pretty much gets broken down. But like you have to be preserved. There's something preserved somewhere. Who knows? We haven't found it. This world's a big ass place. But um, like I said, the woolly mammoth got preserved in ice, and when you're frozen, it doesn't break down the organic material. So that's why they can f- they found it intact. Here's a crazy thing. Have you guys heard of those people who are going? in like i don't know the midwest or random area rural areas and buying like hundreds of acres or i should say thousands of acres of land and all they do is excavate it like hoping they'll find a dinosaur and then one guy did find these dueling t-rexes it was two t-rexes that looked like appeared as if they were fighting when they died or doing it and got it for, and i think sold it for like something astronomical like 30 million dollars i yeah. think that's worth it dude it pre- sounds like a pre- good pre- ROI. prehistoric yeah. bone collecting market is skyrocketing <laughs> what where no, do you dude, get that no that's the new that's the new art to have it's the new baseball cards no it's no it's like the new art to have amongst gajillionaires is like prehistoric bones really yeah i have a i have a necklace that a friend of mine made and I don't know what they're called. Um, it's, I know it's made out of pine cone, but it has. You've seen the fossils that look like um, like a shell, where like the shell nautilus, uh, huh? The nautilus. nautilus. I don't. I don't know what it is. But he said that they're like two hundred sixty million years old. But I have yeah, one in, it in a necklace. It's the fucking. Nautilus. It's sweet. Looking. Hey, we're all made from really the same sweet. material that is two hundred sixty million years old. It's just recycled atoms. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're all made from stardust with more Taco Bell. Way more Taco Bell. <laughs> a little bit more. Um, all right. Bit more. So, what was your first favorite dinosaur? Uh, did I say the long neck? Oh, the bronchiosaurus. Because well, there's a brachiosaurus. They're really nice. They don't kill any other dinosaurs. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they eat trees. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like fuck yeah. They kill and, leaves and mushrooms. Yeah, they kill. Oh, them. oh, I wanted to add to the mushroom uh, podcast is that um, mushrooms are dinosaurs. Is that they, they said the evolution of man? They grew their frontal cortex because they started eating mushrooms and the brain started hyper developing and and uh, slowly over time, that's what brought on the Homo sapiens we are today. Yeah. Dude, that's, heard, a, that's what made our brain develop into self-awareness was eating the mushrooms from the forest. There's there's stories that you can find in like with some sort of factual basis behind it where 
people say that like all of religion was based on mushrooms. Like yes. the, the, the Bible included. Yes, they are. Um, I mean, we, we don't know, but you can assume that, right? There's no, we'll never know. The book it's, is, it, no, it's in that movie we just watched. Yeah, but it, it's not. Well, you, cult it's, plus time equals religion. We all know that. One. But there's, there's also. a mushroom cult. Huh? I said religion could be a mushroom cult. Maybe. Pretty much is. It's called Christianity. Well, but they lost their happiness. If all these people had mushrooms, they wouldn't be fucking with kids and doing weird shit. Well, yeah, I mean, it's out, a- smiling, watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's that simple. Hi, right, Rena. What's your what's your three favorite dinosaurs? Um, I don't honestly know. I've never thought about this. You guys are giving answers. I just, what about your favorite one? But I, but I don't know. I mean, the T Rex is sweet, right? The T Rex is like the bad motherfucker. Justin's over there, so mad. He's like, but, "What the? Who's the one the two? Come on, bro. No, T Rex, motherfucker. No, no, he's doing he's doing the T Rex arm thing, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, he uh, likes the small but, arms. But when you when you think when I think of like predators, like how badass do you have to be when your only line of defense is your face? Like they can't yeah. do anything with their arms, but that's how good, good that you, that's good how point. good you have to be. That your only line of defense is to fucking eat something yeah. or to bite something harder than it's biting you. That's all you got. That's, that's a, what's like, terrifying. That is that's hard a great point. Core. That's hard. And you know why the T Rex is so terrifying is despite what we're talking about, like oh maybe it didn't actually look like this. We know exactly how fucking big its jaws are, and yeah. that's some yeah. gnarly like 30, shit. Yeah. Thirty-five feet tall or some shit. It yep. just uh, thirty-five feet tall. of fuck off. I don't care if that shit yeah, has feathers yeah, or not. It. I'm running. Yeah. For sure, Dude, I love too that you can um, like you can get megalodon teeth for not that expensive. Like that's the giant shark, right? Yeah. The Meg, the Jason Statham movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. That was on HBO for so long. Um, okay, so other yeah. di- other dinosaurs, the little one with the thing with the face thing on Jurassic Park. Those little, yeah, whatever those things are called. Colossal those are kind of cool. And they spit, um, they spit that like black tar shit or Mini whatever. Raptors. That's a, it's not a velociraptor. Can we just Google oh, it? Oh, oh um, I know what you're talking the about. The little one, the little one. The velociraptors. That look like they're friendly. Velociraptors are the one who's chasing everyone yeah. the whole time. Those fuckers. Yeah. Velo- okay, velociraptors, man. They hunt in packs, dude. They're they, crazy. They are, or they, they hunted in packs. Talk about They tried to hurt our friend Chris Pratt. He made one a pet. Yeah. And talk about nature's perfect predator machine. Yeah. Other like Sharks are cool and all, but like, but like a land predator, like holy... Like you can be built for speed and also ripping shit up with their face. How sweet is that scene when it comes up to the window in Jurassic Park and it like breathes? So it's like, yeah, out of its nose and it's just that like fog. That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny if Homeboy racked him up a line for for the inhale. I'm surprised there's not not a meme of that. But how tight would your butthole pucker up if you're in that room and there's no and there's no lock? You just see the dude. My butthole's puckered right now. (laughs) All right, guys. It's called the Comsug. Comsignathus. Let, Let me, me try this. and read Let that. Me read Wait, this. give it to the idiot. I swear I can weed. Yeah. Comsignathus. Let me see. It's the smallest known dinosaur that was first featured in Lost World Jurassic Park. That's not the one I'm talking about, the first Jurassic Park. No, that's a little baby. Comsignathus. Wow, not bad, Richard. Nailed it. Con- okay, the best thing you can do when you don't know how to pronounce a word is just be confident and just no, fucking dude, let it fly. Natalie knows this all too well. I read with the utmost confidence with the smallest amount of like pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah I've that's pretty with, good, right? That's I've pretty been, good. I've I kind of blurred. I kind of blurred my eyes and closed, and I kind of just did it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you're right. That wasn't the right one. You, the one that you're talking about has the little frills that come up. In yeah, the it ears. looks like friendly, and it has all these like, cute noises, and then he goes yeah. to pet it, and the thing just goes. Aah! Like fucking crazy, and his yeah. neck fans and it spits out. Like, like a bearded dragon. That's like the word. Like, Gosh, your girlfriend. 
<laughs> Bearded <laughs> dragon. Um, I don't know. I don't know if these are. If okay, these, they're if saying the a- poison spitting dinosaur reconstructed in Jurassic Park is called the Dilo. <laughs> My turn, my turn. Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. That's what I was saying. Let me see. Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. That's what I think. And I don't know what the rest of the... Han. The Diplophosphosaurus. (laughs) (laughs) Diplo. The... uh, Nailed it. I don't know. I'm going to ride my dino through the old town road. (laughs) I'm going to ride till I can't know. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard not to like... The, I think it's the brontosaurus and the brachiosaurus are both tall. My nephew's favorite dinosaur when he was younger, he's seven, and like I a year ago. I also think this, the was triceratops a, was a and the stegosaurus right, were also. Hold oh, on, the, 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 the triceratops and the and the and the and the, and the stegosaurus? stegosaurus are also herbivores. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. I think so. They're like they're like rhinoceros of. Uh, well, do rhinos rhinos don't eat people or food? Do they or meat? Do they? Don't eat. Oh. The rhinos don't eat food, do they? <laughs> the rhino I saw at the restaurant the other day does. No, it's hard. It's hard not to like the brontosaurus. Remember the the scene in the first Jurassic Park, yeah. where they're sitting up in the tree and the things come up and I eating, and it looks like, like a, a giant puppy. I feel like yeah, I feel like it's the only one I can have as a pet. Well, like in the if you're watching like the How to Train Your Dragon movie, like it's always the one that looks friendly. And All I, the other ones look I, pissed I, off. But if you were gonna have a pet in a dinosaur, it'd be the brontosaurus, and, I think. And also too, though, think? hold on. And also and also too though, I always had this wild fantasy of walking from the back of its tail. All the way up its back, and then all the way up its neck. Fred Flintstone used to do that when yeah, he got off work. Exactly. It'd slide down its neck. Yeah, and into like my treehouse. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean that would be my my fantasy. All right. all right, I have to break your bubble a little bit on your favorite dinosaur. So, actually, not accurately depicted in the movie, but we could have guessed that, right? Which one? Uh, Who's the favorite Dilophosaurus, dinosaur? Okay. the acid spinning or poison spinning lizard of Doesn't sorts. Do that in real life. They says actually reaches a length of twenty feet. So it's not as small as they depicted it. Maybe it was a baby. Maybe it was a puppy. Maybe it was a baby. Maybe it was just a puppy. (laughs) Also, they said... Puppysaurus. Despite big screen fame, scientists knew surprisingly little about how the dinosaur actually looked or fit into the family tree until now. So here's the most recent rendering of what they think it looked like. I bet you... I You're going to have nightmares. I bet you a bearded dragon is like, oh an, my old, God, it's ugly. Is like an ancestor of it. A bearded dragon has to be an ancestor of 100%, it. 100%. 100%. That thing looks fucking gnarly. And giraffes... It's got wings on its face. I right. bet you giraffes have a little bit of a bronchiosaurus in them too. Right. Probably. Richard, that's what it looked... They're, Depicting it's got it wings like on now. its head. It almost looks like a cockatiel. <laughs> Maybe it's a long lost relative of the cockatiel you know and cock- a bearded dragon. Natalie, look up cockatiels. They say cockatiels are dinosaurs. They've been around for fucking ever. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Look up how old they're a lot the safer are. flying around than we are here. Quite the subject like change, but if, if no. think about it. If you're a bird and there's danger, you just go higher. Like yeah. so something can't get you. Peace, I, don't, I don't have son. that option. Yeah. Later. Like, well, just go find another tree. I yeah, mean, it's, it's that's really what all of America's doing right now. <laughs> it's really easy to yeah. do. All right, so I'm going to do water dinosaurs. Do you think Donald Trump? And, do you think Donald Trump and Joe Biden are having a conversation about their favorite dinosaurs right now? Oh wait, wait, wait! I, we totally forgot about this Spinosaurus. Let me see that. How that's can I forget the about underwater it one. It looks like it the Loch Ness monster. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. Look, is that yeah. the one that came out of the gra- that came out of the water and ate that other one? They did an adaptation no, that, of it, but this one, is like the Loch Ness monster. No, oh one, yeah, those things are sweet. I had a puzzle a, with one of those on. That's it. the one that got as a kid. Eaten by it's kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's like a brontosaurus. This that is swims. the one from. Yeah, that's it. What is that thing called? 
I think that's just an adaptation. It's not accurate. Okay, so to describe it to everybody listening, it's a giant say, eel um, shark. Yeah, it, it looks like it looks like Avatar lo- colors, but it's an eel face. Yeah, but that's like, that's the blue water. Maybe, maybe um, it was blue. All right, so one more dinosaur fact and wrap this up. Mosasaurus, that's the one. For Ooh, me. The, hey, the mimosasaurus, that fool's at brunch every <laughs> no, day. No, those Bot- bitches are at brunch the, every day. The bottomless mimosasaurus. I'm sure I've, I've seen some bottomless mimosasauruses <laughs> at Rockefeller right here. En- enough just, mimosas, just and stum- all of a sudden you're bottomless. Yeah, bottomless. Stum- stumbling down the all- alleyway, <laughs> smoking jigs, and defecating in front <sighs> of your car. How did we go from measure 109 to fucking dinosaurs to drunk chicks shitting in your driveway? Dude, give the people what they want. I don't know, yeah. dude. Yeah, I don't know, dude. God, that was um. I feel really educated on this episode. You know what else I feel like? I feel satiated thanks to Baron's fucking restaurant for Whoa. hooking us up with these goddamn burritos. Can I today. just say how fucking delicious that burrito oh, was? So yeah, guys. good. We got a sponsor. So good. Um. Yeah. Do so- we have a sponsor button? No, no. Um. Hit something. <laughs> Sponsor button. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so this is uh, Baron's two two nine two two three nine two two three nine PCH Hermosa and, Beach and 6th Fifth Street, Street. Yeah, Fifth Street Fifth and, yeah Fifth Street PCH and Hermosa Beach amazing everything last time we had the goog yeah the goog amazing. sammy i still think about that sandwich it was delicious yeah. so good and you guys had it like two hours late imagine we get a fresh one i like time. an old sandwich not gonna lie yeah that's me baby <laughs> can't teach an old sandwich new tricks that's what they say but you can't eat it <laughs> And uh, yeah, guys. Today we, was a California burrito. Yeah, two of them. Yeah, we had the we had the we had the surf and turf California burrito. So good. And one was shrimp, one was steak. Yep. It was amazing. You can see the full video review on Reno's uh, Instagram. Yeah, we'll repost it here too. What's your uh, what's it? Reno Minestrale? At Reno Minestrale, yeah. Uh, I'm the only then, one. Um, yeah, and then uh, Natalie tried it. How'd- I I thought it was great. I I love a good burrito, but also one thing I think is very important is the tortilla and I love the tortilla on this and yes. good, good flavor one. for sure yeah. it wasn't a cheap tortilla that you know you get everywhere it's like they, very, Baron, very Baron's authentic le- Baron's legit uses always like the best fucking ingredients yeah. I'm not just saying that like the reason that we're a sponsor is because I always used to go there and eat their food and tell Jason how awesome it was yeah and their food is fucking great but what I dug specifically about today the shrimp burrito is like only in Mexico do I get quesadillas or tacos or burritos where they melt like legit cheese on yeah, the shrimp. Usually you get like you get like cabbage or like the fish sauce or something. Like anywhere around here, you don't get that. They did it right here, and I don't usually don't usually love Very fries true. in my burrito. So California, but that's the classic California burrito. But they did it in a way where it wasn't just like a bundle of it. They're like layered on the bottom. Yeah, it was like you it was like get one all la- fries in one bite. Exactly. That's the whole problem I have with it. It was like one. You yeah. got it was like an equal amount of every part of the entire burrito mm-hmm. in every bite. It's fucking good, good ingredient distribution. That's also key for yes. burritos. Barons, we, yeah, Barons, it, we dude, love it you was, guys. It was a straight game over. Yes, sir. On that taste bud, that was so good. Five out of five just, stars. Just had some. Just how was it? Thumbs Thumb, up. Thumbs up. Thumbs awesome. Up. All right, guys. We'll follow on Instagram at I don't know, dude. Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, whatever website. What? All of them. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Love, love that you keep listening to all of our bullshit and appreciate all the feedback. Yeah, guys, we really appreciate it. And I don't know, dude.com. Please share, subscribe, tell your friends. Next episode, we might have a new president. Stay tuned. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs>